Hey, Armstrong and Getty here. And the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. According to CNN, President Trump has spent almost a quarter of his time at his golf properties during his first six months in office. So it's official. Golf is not good exercise. <laughs> Have you been golfing? You look the same. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with that joke. It didn't end up really being a Trump shot. It was a shot at golf. Yes. <laughs> so, well, there's something to be said for that. So. <laughs> uh, golf is an activity, wouldn't you say, in the modern world where you could gain weight. Yes. By drinking and eating while you're doing it. Yeah, which is the famous Jim Rome standard. Is it a, a game or a sport? If, it's a, if you can gain weight while you're doing it, it's a game. Look at those hands. Those are powerful hands. Hit a golf ball 285 yards. I'd always defended golf as a sport, and the way some people play it, it is. But uh, not all of us. Um, so poor John McCain's got that brain cancer, and Charlie Rose last night had one of the world's leading uh, oncologists on, uh, cancer doctors on, to talk about it. And it was kind of interesting. Um, the, the, the treatment he's going to do is, is not that awful. For as awful as the cancer is, interesting. He's going to do six weeks of radiation and then an oral uh, chemo thing for a little while, and mm. and and that should take care of it. But it almost always comes back. This kind of this kind of cancer that he's got, ah. pretty much guaranteed to come back. It's just a matter of when, and then and then it's tough to deal with. But but the, here's the interesting part, and this is the only reason I bring it up. Um, things are changing so fast in the in the world of fighting cancer. If you can buy yourself six months, this guy said, six extra months, what happens to you could be fixable by then. Wow. That's not fixable now. Wow. Amazing. That's that's how fast things are changing changing in the world of fighting cancer. That is incredible. Yeah. I I saw a feature just a couple of weeks ago on some of those targeted therapies that use your genes and attack the cancer and... And a, a, a death sentence had gone to a, a, a hell of a lot of a long way from a death sentence in the past year or so. Which, yeah. So that's amazing. Isn't that God, so? let's hope they keep plugging. So, yeah. So if you can get another six months past with whatever you're doing now, they, they might be able to help you a lot by then. Yeah. Wow. And it, it wasn't very long ago, whatever you had, wasn't gonna, nothing going to change for any time in the next five, ten years. Right. Right. Well, I hope we're doing the right things as a people and financing the right people and 
uh, and programs and that sort of thing. For McCain, they might be doing that thing. If he if he gets over this and then it comes back, they might be doing that inject you with the polio virus thing hmm. for his particular cancer that has been pretty promising. Oh, is that where they, they load up some some sort of weapon on the virus and it spreads and spreads the, the, the anti-cancer weapon? Or, or do they just want to give him polio? For whatever I mean, reason, that seems uncool. For whatever reason, getting polio and some of these cancers is a miracle cure. Wow, interesting. Uh, of course, you know John McCain is old as the hills. I mean, so right. There's that, but he you called. Know. Did you see Lindsey Graham yesterday? So Lindsey Graham said, uh, and he was all teary eyed and, and shaky voiced again because his mm-hmm. his best friend is dying of cancer, right? Mo- more most likely. Yeah. But uh, he said, I just got off the phone with John McCain, and John said, I keep seeing you on the cable news. Hey, buck up, man, get over it. <laughs> Wow. That's the way you wow. talk when you're a, uh, a multi-year prisoner of war veteran. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tough old bird, no doubt. You know, I've been uh, somewhat surprised. We've received a number of emails blasting John McCain for, especially as a veteran with the experiences he's had of ignoring the horrors of the VA in his very backyard in Phoenix. And that he had to be aware of it. He had to have veterans begging for help, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I'm not real up on the history of that. So I don't, I don't I, want to say anything too strong. I, I don't have any idea. I've been reading up this morning on the things John McCain has proposed for reforming the VA. And I really like a lot of them. Um, but I just, you know, I wanted to tip my cap to the people who've weighed in, said he was aware of the problems for years and really didn't do anything about it. Um, they could be right. I don't know. Uh, that would be surprising, but... Um, there's a lot of anger toward him, and I don't think it was a fantasy that these people were writing about. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I hope the old fella gets over his brain cancer, though, because, you know, nobody deserves that. Except perhaps O.J. Simpson. More on O.J. Simpson. He will not get brain cancer, because that's not the way God works for whatever reason. Dictators, murderers, they don't get that sort of thing. Yeah. You live a really long life. Why? I don't know. Juice, juice. Juice! Juice! What are you going to do now, Juice? Move to Sacramento, Juice? Uh, We got this. Uh, uh, Frequent correspondent Luther, you guys are going a little heavy on the he did it. I know you think that, but you don't know that. He was acquitted by trial. You've got to respect that on some level. No, I don't. And I know he did it. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah. (laughs) Luther thinks Cato did it. Cato wouldn't know which end of the knife to hold. Sorry for the lighthearted comment about a horror and a tragedy. So a a, a woman and her lover are killed in what is clearly a rage killing. Are you about to relay out the reason OJ is guilty? Yeah. Okay. Just buckling up. Buckle up, as they say in Cat in the Hat. Buckle up. And her (laughs) estranged... History of domestic violence, hot-tempered husband... With a cut on his finger. ...has a cut on his hand, <laughs> bloody gloves, shoes, socks, it's, Okay. Uh, the really interesting thing about the O.J. deal is why he got off. I mean, that will, you know... It's funny that people... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just... I'm, I'm, too, I'm too beautiful for this world, Jack. Um, uh, people getting uh, wrapped up in the... Uh, he did it. He should have been uh, convicted, or he didn't. I mean, the fact that he did it and got off is so much more interesting than 
Oh, yeah. And the, the simple A or B. Sean, you proposed to me in the hallway a question. Wow, that, congratulations, that, wow. you two. I know, it's going to be wow, lovely. Wow, when's the date? you got to get divorced first, right? Or <laughs> I, I, are you doing a like a polygamy thing? I should reword that I'm sentence. working on getting the cake. <laughs> wow. you, you, you don't go to that one guy in Colorado. You're not going to bake your cake. Sean in the hallway brought up to me an angle of, because uh, we, we were looking at the TV and, and everybody's talking about OJ, and why are they still talking about OJ, Sean? I wonder how many people who don't consume the news on a daily basis thought that this was somehow the parole hearing for the murders. <laughs> 30 to 40%. I would probably put the number somewhere close to that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So you got nearly half of people think this is related to the whole murder thing. You're probably right. I don't know. You're it, probably it right. In some ways it is because I believe that this oh, over yeah. heavy handed sentence for, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. for the strong arm crimes that he did or the various list of things oh, was yeah. somehow tied to the fact that he got off for the double murders. But. Are you suggesting to me that the judge in the armed robbery case said to himself, I can give him nine to thirty three? I think I'm gonna. Choose, are you? Choose. Are you? Are you saying if, to me if I'm connecting the dots by myself? That's the picture I'm seeing. Because we see people commit these crimes all the time, and then they end up getting like n- no time. Right? And you think, How do you not spend any time in jail for that? The, the, they could get up to fifty years, but they're gonna get six months probation. That happens all the freaking time. Right. Juice. Right. So yeah, I'm thinking maybe the judge thought, yeah, well, you're not getting off on this one, buddy. Uh, I was into it because I was hoping he was going to make break for it. Like, run through all the bailiffs and everything. Run outside. AC Cowlings pulls up in a white Bronco <laughs> right at that time. They all worked out, and then they just had to head for Mexico. It's a beautiful, beautiful dream with a beard, $10,000 in cash, and a gun. <laughs> juice. Oh, juice. Oh, uh, juice. I had another point I was going to make. So <laughs> many interesting facets of that whole thing, many of which we won't know. The the psychological makeup of what's going on there, like we were talking about earlier. Did, did Has he blocked that episode out of his head as a as a um, survival mechanism? Has his brain just blocked that out? Does he believe he didn't do it? Does he suppress that memory? Does he have nightmares all the time about it? Uh, who knows? I wonder. Yeah, the psychology of it is worth a book or a sure. five-part miniseries. Speaking of which, I, I, I was going to watch the uh, O.J. Made in America documentary last night. I'd love but to see it. But it was a Twinsky for the whole thing. It was 1999 to stream it. I thought, oh, that's I a little expensive. I think I got it on either Hulu or Netflix or something. I think you got to pay for it now. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but worth a 20 spot, Sean? Yeah. If you can get off your 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 Game of Thrones chat board for a moment, and yeah, we can... yeah. it was Oscar nominated documentary. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the, the it's OJ long. Made it's America. Very long. It's eight hours long. <laughs> it's uh, it, I I suggest watching it in two or three sittings. But it's the best documentary I've ever seen. Do they address the fact, Sean, that he lived his life surrounded by parasites? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it yeah. explores so much more than the trial. It, it's it's yeah. why it's eight hours long. It, it's studies the decades leading up to him, how OJ became OJ in the first place, and he's just he is a needy guy who would surround himself with like the cabal of morons who did that whole retrieve the memorabilia thing. If anybody'd flatter him, he was so desperate for that. He, w- he would let him into the inner circle, and so many of them were parasites. Pedro Guerrero. Right, there's, a, there's an example. Juice, juice. <laughs> really, I shouldn't be as amused by that as I am. David Schwimmer. Ross. What's wrong, juice? Playing a Kardashian. You don't seem like it's the like juice. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, Ross. 
I hear what you're saying. He seems very different. As Stephen Colbert said, Orenthal is soaring, y'all. Oh, wow. boy. Wow. No, I'm not saying that. Well, that's just because the, the amount of media co- of people saying the juice is loose oh, yesterday. I see. Is just yeah. <laughs> well, according to many social media feeds, it was the juice is loose. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I'm in misspelling. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel had a take on the OJ thing. Perhaps we'll hear that when we come back and move on to something else. You know, that's funny. Uh, in terms of hate mail, the most misspelled word is... Loser. You guys are a couple of losers. <laughs> we get we get that a lot. <laughs> Try to get the spelling right when you're bad mouthing somebody. Kind of, I don't know, undermines your venom a little <laughs> bit when you you're revealed as uh, I don't know, uh, illiterate. You're listening to the Whoa. Armstrong and Getty Show. A number of cable networks, including ESPN, broadcast the hearing live, which wasn't a surprise. You know, O.J. Simpson has been on TV longer than Homer Simpson, so he's a big draw. Before the parole board weighed in, O.J. got a chance to make his case for why he should get out sooner rather than later. I'm not a guy that has conflicts on the street. I don't expect to have any when I I leave here, but I feel that I'm much better prepared, but more so from, I think, my, my... my commitment to being a better Christian, because uh, I thought I was a good guy. Uh, I had uh, some problems with uh, fidelity <laughs> in my life, but I've, I've always been a guy that pretty much got along with everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two notable exceptions, but uh... that is, that is so interesting. There are so many interesting angles of this, but one of them is our cultural relationship with it and the willingness to joke about it. What at yes. its root is, you know, something hor- so horrifying you, you don't even want to think about it. Remember the who was hosting the Emmys when the OJ miniseries won all those Emmys and made all those OJ jokes? Was that Kimmel? Fallon? Somebody. One of those fellers. John Stewart, whoever. Made joke after joke after joke with with the Marsha Clark sitting there in the audience. Oh, you guys. And your jokes about how the fact that I didn't I wasn't able to convict the guy who clearly killed a couple of people. Right. Chopped him up with a knife. Butchered him. Oh, my yeah. God. I reviewed the crime scene photos last night. I was doing a whole full wow. thing. By the way, the... I, I, I felt myself kind of getting pulled into the fun part of it. Right. Then, uh, wait a minute. The documentary you want to see, the OJ documentary, is free on Netflix. I thought it was. Uh, I somebody, searched for it. They didn't have it. Somebody said they started it last night. I, I saw it on my Netflix, but I don't know. Well, I, those... Uh, they, but the, the rhythm, why do they have stuff, then they don't have it? I don't I'll I, check again. I don't think I've ever actually watched anything on Netflix, but I pay the subscription. So well, that's that's fine. They've got to be very happy with me. All right, I'll go back and try again. Inside Edition had a link, uh, tried to link OJ to Trump because OJ went to Trump's second wedding. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> oh yeah, that that picture was floating around all over the internet yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. Missed it. <laughs> all right. Uh, if they were stabbed with an eyebrow pencil, then I could believe Cato did it. Oh boy. Wow, that's a little light, given the subject matter. O.J. Simpson's been on TV longer than Homer Simpson. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Juice! Wow. And then, as we talked about later in the show yesterday, there's some just collective nostalgia 
because we all watched it together, and there aren't very many moments like that anymore. It was an enormous common experience right, so, for Americans. And so to be brought back there, there's an excitement to that. There's a, there's a, a joy to it. Again, read uh, Sebastian Younger's fabulous book, Tribe, um, to understand the phenomenon better. But yeah, we're all together. All together now. Except white people are all together saying, convict him, convict him. And most black people were saying, turn him loose, turn him loose. Which nobody really wanted to bring up yesterday, but it's true. The numbers are overwhelming in each direction. Yeah. The idea that jurors just turn him loose because he's a black guy is just incredibly troubling to me. But the idea that the jurors thought, maybe just deep in their minds, I'm willing to sacrifice OJ's victims to strike a blow against the racist LAPD. I can understand that. Now, that is a sociological uh, question worth studying. I can understand that completely. Yeah. I can understand that completely. Yeah. You might not agree with it, but you can understand it. I might even agree with it. Do you? If I had lived that life... If I've lived a life where I've been unfairly treated by the police, me and my friends and my kids and my whole life, then F you in the whole system. I'm voting acquittal. Yeah. Absolutely. Without, I, without question. Yeah, I, I understand that point of view. Um, what do you think? of Well, we're relitigating freaking O.J. Simpson. You are. I'm not. Oh, please. Um, come on, juice. I once heard somebody on, say, juice. <laughs> juice, you just you don't seem like the juice anymore. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. That's right, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my I think my favorite quote about the whole thing was, and I wish I could remember who said this first, because I remember it was somebody whose opinion I took seriously. They said, you know what I think? I think the LAPD framed the guy who did it. There you go. They knew who did it. They wanted to make absolutely sure. And they were used to being able to frame people up. So they went ahead and, 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 and engaged in, if you'll pardon the uh, expression, evidentiary overkill. And if that is the case, if that is true, then I, as a white guy who had none of the experiences I was just talking about, I, then I still agree with the jury. Because it is more of a danger to society to have police forces doing that sort of thing than it is to have one guy get away with a murder. If they did it. Yeah. Yeah, I see your point. <sighs> Complicated, isn't it? I'd like to fraught, know. Fraught with emotion. Maybe they get into this in that OJ documentary. I'd like to know, and you'd have to get people to be really honest about it. Is the LAP, uh, the Los Angeles Police Department, is the force, or, or maybe forces all across the nation, are they better because of the OJ experience? Do they do their job better? Um. If that's the case, then it was a win for society. That's an interesting question. Uh, I would lean toward probably, yes, they were more rigorous and more careful about, you know, how they treated communities and evidence and the rest of it, mm-hmm. um, sometimes to the point of absurdity. I mean, that combined with the CSI effect, where jurors started to expect everything to be tied together with a neat little bow and... Any defense lawyer could say, yeah, I don't know. I'll bet they took that evidence home and, you know, whatever. And, and you know, so I don't know. It's, it's very difficult to draw a definitive answer to these questions. You just, you know, you got to go with your gut. Yeah, I think that's democracy working. Things were so uh, screwed up 
that a jury did something that got everybody's attention to try to fix a system that, that wasn't working as well as it, it is a weird, like, sociological free market Yeah, at work. Uh, speaking of which, uh, in people's rights in the state, the headline from Politico, which is undeniably a little left, is Jeff Sessions just revived a policy nobody supports. On libertarian, uh, in libertarian circles, what Jeff Sessions announced the other day has people enraged, crazed. I want to hear from about a this. civil liberties point of view, and nobody's paying attention to it. I'm not. I was busy watching OJ. So yeah, you'll have well, to explain yeah, it to me. Yeah, yeah. You see, oh, he's mm-hmm. giving me a judgmental look, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving me the same look my wife and my son give me. The tuck chin, the eyebrow down, the raised eyebrow, the eyes up. Really, the looking. Really? How do you describe that? You like chuck your head down, then look up. Mm-hmm. And kind of the side. Mm-hmm. Last night, bedtime, trying to get reading going, can't calm down uh, the big one. And my wife actually said to him, and then she looked at me because she knows my story. She she actually said to uh, our seven-year-old Sam, she said, you can't try to be funny all the time. Oh, boy. Really? <laughs> and I said, that's exactly what my dad said to me at almost exactly the same age. Right. right. <laughs> Actually, he said it multiple times throughout my life. Mm. And it's, it's how you make your living. Yeah, but it can be pretty annoying. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference between funny and jokey. You don't want to be jokey. Well, and just at some point, you got to stop. So, sometimes it's time to be quiet and, and, and listen to a reading, for instance. But, uh, or listen to someone express their problems but, and not make jokes about it. But he's them. Got, he's got the thing I had where you got to n- always try to make a joke out of everything that ever happens. <laughs> I wish I had the time to just quit this dead end gig and study genetics. How interesting! And then, I mean, granted, there's some nurture in your son ending up somewhat like you. There, there's got to be. But getting I'm the same you, nurture as his brother, and his brother doesn't do that. Uh, well, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at my son, and I think, that's just crazy. I mean, he's, he's his own person, and I work very hard to respect that, but the similarities are just crazy. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, investigating the investigators, all sides weighing in this morning. We've got coffee concerns. After no, we don't! <laughs> you do! And you're the only one! After it's discovered one brand acts like Viagra. Whoa! Stories what? coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I will stay tuned. Is it Maxwell? Stay tuned. Max- Maxwell House. Maxwell House is rocking. Huh? That's what I make on the weekend. Maxwell House. Don't bother knocking. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So let's find out what's going on in the world with Marshall Phillips. Well, we got a battle between the president and Russian investigators heating up reportedly on several fronts. The New York Times reporting that Trump's legal team is looking into the backgrounds of the investigators hired by special counsel Robert Mueller in an effort to discredit them. Law professor Jonathan Turley says that's a risky move. Robert Mueller is not someone who's going to be intimidated by attacks by a bunch of surrogates, and he's not someone... Uh, who's going to fold. So what you're going to do is discredit yourself more than Robert Mueller. Well, let's go back to what I said last hour. To start with is we have no idea if any of these things are true or not. 
um, if any of this is going on, because, you know, you got a source here, you got a source there, right. and regularly and, these things turn out to not be true. And then it becomes reportedly, meaning there was a report of it. Yeah, I'm so. reporting that Vice President Mike Pence is a vampire and sucks the blood of virgin young women every night as he flies across the country by moonlight. I've just reported that. So say reportedly Mike Pence is a vampire. Every other news outlet in America, I'm just saying. Well, it might be true. It might not be true. Some of this stuff has turned out to be true. The vampire stuff? Some of this stuff about Trump and Russia and whatever else has turned out not to be true. As James Comey told us, he said he saw stories in the New York Times that just weren't true. But... Um, if he ended up firing Mueller somehow, that would be an exciting development. Oh, boy. I'll tell you that. Well, i got to tell you, White House uh, aide Kellyanne Conway is making the round. She's saying it's only fair to expose any conflicts of interest whirling around the people helping Mueller examine Russian interference in the 2016 election. What's True. The, what's the golf club one? I've heard they're like Mueller is, is uh, he was a member at one of Trump's golf courses and didn't get his something renewed or something. That, <laughs> wow. Have you been following that one? No, I missed no. that. Uh-uh. Okay, I'll have to dig into that. Anyway, Conway's telling Fox uh, News that members of Mueller's team have contributed to Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama in the past. It's relevant that people know what the motivations are. And that is not an attack on the team. That is what's fair is fair. Well, that's that's some really shoddy reasoning. I mean, just because they contributed to Democrats, that does not prove that their motivations would be impure and Donald Trump contributed to Democrats because he thought it was good for his career at the time. On the other hand, I agree with her premise that if there are conflicts of interest, let's air them. Let's see what, you know, let's let's air everything. That's the point. The Senate Judiciary Committee is ready to subpoena Donald Trump Jr. and former campaign chief Paul Manafort. The committee's getting ready to issue subpoenas tonight if the younger Trump and Manafort don't accept their invitations to appear next week. The committee chairman, Chuck Grasley, said yesterday the panel's already approved the subpoenas. If they don't hear back from the uh, guys by uh, tonight, they're going to issue those subpoenas. And we got wildfires continuing to burn in the western states. Crews are working on the massive Detweiler fire that's burning outside of Yosemite. The fires burn more than 70,000 acres, 10% contained, 50 homes destroyed, 5,000 people living in that area have been evacuated. I just saw a picture of a church that was standing for 80 years reduced to ashes and rubble. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's too bad. It's terrible. Got a Texas coffee company recalling one of its roasts, a particularly strong blend. Best Herbs Coffee issuing a recall for its new of Kopi Jantan <laughs> traditional natural herbs coffee. The move was... That name's a little long for me. The move was made after the FDA found out it contains a substance very similar to a key ingredient in Viagra. Best Herbs sold the coffee nationwide from July 2014 up through last year on various websites and in retail stores. Once word got around that uh, the about the effect that the coffee had, sales have, we has, shall we say, been on the rise. <laughs> this could be the best publicity <laughs> stunt ever. Now, it Can you still an, buy it or not? Uh, it's a voluntary recall, so, you know. Why, you can't sell coffee with Viagra? Get me a pound of it, Sean. Well, it's got, okay. So now I'm awake and erect. What's you, wrong with that? Please, that's the best time to be erect in my experience. I don't want to be erect and not an off. I don't want to be awake and not erect. I want to be both. Wow. So, but, you know, again, shoddy reasoning. 
you said it has a, a an ingredient uh, similar to one in Viagra. Yes. Is it the one that gives you a bonnet? Yes. Good because point. Because there are a lot of ingredients yes. in Viagra. Yes, it is. All yes, right. it is. Okay. Awaken Erect, your original air names. Which one was the latter, Jack? <laughs> well... <laughs> Apparently, yeah, this coffee is uh, quite popular in Mexico, and that's where they've been importing it from. All right, that's a look at your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Hmm. So maybe, I, maybe on the weekends that would be handy. I can tell you, because I um, know more about this than I should, I can tell you what the angle is of uh, the Trump-hating portion of America. Uh, journalists, investigators, perhaps. I can tell you what could be coming down the road. Okay. Okay. And it, uh, I have no idea if it's true or not. I've got the slightest idea, but I can tell you what the big angle is going to be. Well, and poor beleaguered Jeff Sessions, who I agree with a lot, just revived an absolutely awful, awful program and is trampling on people's civil rights. Definitely need to know that. That's all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Samantha B, who's a star in her own right, uh, was a big star in The Daily Show, did a thing at an impeachment rally. A bunch of people who want to impeach Donald Trump are going to play for that, that for you here in about 10 minutes or so. It's pretty funny, Sean assures me. So I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Uh, sorry, I had to. I thought I was going to play this audio coming back, but uh, the computer did a computery thing for me. Michael, uh, if you'd be so kind. In addition, we hope to issue this week a new directive on asset forfeiture. Uh, especially forfeiture of ill-gotten gains from drug dealers. With care, we've got to be careful, professionalism, we plan to develop policies to increase forfeitures. Jeff Sessions announces plans to roll back Obama administration limits and guidelines and, and uh, frankly, pumping the brake pedal hard on civil forfeitures which is a fancy word term that means if the cops pull you over and have even the slightest notion that you might have been doing something wrong, they'll take your money and your stuff without trial, without hearing, without nothing. And then in a bizarrely unconstitutional uh, turning justice on its head, you have to then go through an incredibly long and expensive and difficult process to prove your innocence, to get your money back. And the, it's just, I, I'm shocked that they made this announcement. It is, it's being couched as we're going to fight crime any way we can. And this really, this makes it harder for organized crime to do their things. We're going to hit the cartels where it hurts. But there are so many tales of abuse. It happens all the time. $17,000 seized from the owner of a barbecue restaurant in, in Virginia. He's speeding and he has a lot of cash. So they take his money. Just take his cash. Say, here's a, here's a form. If you want it back, you got to prove you're innocent. Takes you months and months he's, and months. Well, wait a second. He's speeding. How did they find out he's got cash in the car? I don't know. Because it's sitting there on the seat, or the cop said, what's in that bag? And he told them. 
$13,000 seized from a former church deacon in DeKalb County, Georgia. Over $50,000 seized from a Christian rock band in Oklahoma that was getting paid for their gigs in cash. Mm, boy, I don't know. Et cetera, et cetera. I don't like a lot of Christian rock bands. <laughs> wow. I like Christianity. I like music. Right. I don't like Christian rock. You know, we've tried to do the whole... I like old-timey Christian songs, yeah. but I don't like the modern stuff. Here's the problem with your modern church service with your... We have a rock and roll band singing about Jesus. And our pastor's wearing a t-shirt. Right. See, I don't mind... <laughs> I don't care if he's wearing a tank top. I don't care if he's shirtless. Well, I'd care if he's shirtless. <laughs> you can't worship Jesus while looking at somebody's nipples. You just can't. But what bothers me, though, and what you people don't understand... Who's you people here? You people who are promoting the groovy rock band version of Christianity. Gotcha. And you frequently target people like me who are music freaks, assuming that I will love it. Here's the problem. The music is usually terrible. The songs are the most flaccid of of pop music. I mean, terrible, just hackneyed pop music. The bands are usually pretty good. So you want jigga 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 rip hat jigga 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 jigga? <laughs> I would listen to that. No, I I would like a hymn written in the eighteen seventies. Frankly, it's it's see the problem with those people who promote it is they don't understand there's good music and there's bad music. <laughs> there, most of the church pop music I've heard makes the Carpenters sound like Metallica. It's just terrible music. So bring me bringing in the sheaves. Bring in the shaves. That's the church music for me. I apologize for taking us off on a tangent with an important uh, freedom issue at uh, at the heart of your conversation. So I all right. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I need to get better at understanding what my rights are because I, I forget all the time. <laughs> oh my god! And, when it comes to civil forfeiture, which is indefensible constitutionally, you don't have many. And I rarely run afoul of the law. I've been pulled over twice in the last twenty years. I think. Um, but so, but if a, if a policeman ever said, I want to search your car, I don't remember exactly what my rights are. I know I hate the idea of it and I would wonder if they can, but I don't, I'm not certain. Right. Well, no, you can, you can absolutely deny them the right and make them get a warrant or whatever. You're probably going to be in for a long day. Yeah. So I think most of us think I don't have anything. I hate this on principle, but I got to pick up my kid in half an Which hour. Which is an advantage they know they have. Sure. And probably make that clear to you, okay, this is going to take a, probably about a day and a half, but uh, you might be right. Right. Imagine you're a motorist, your cash is seized in a state with strong protections for property owners, because it does vary state by state. Well, all right, let's start here. It's called an adoptive seizure. State police officer seizes property, then transfers it to the federal government, which then forfeits the property under federal law, and the state gets to keep up to 80% of what they confiscated. So it's a huge cash grab. It's a budget bolsterer. And here's why it matters. Maybe you're in a state that has strong protections for property owners. Under state law, the coppers can only take your property if they convict you of a crime, which is what the Constitution spells out in unequivocal language. But using an adoptive seizure, state police can take your property without convicting you of anything and can rely on federal prosecutors to then forfeit the money and pay a kickback of 80% to the local police department. Mm. So your state law protections no longer protect you from anything. 
In other words, the attorney general's policy will allow state police to circumvent protections for property rights put in place by state legislators and say, oh, no, no, this is a, this is a federal matter today. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They transfer it to the federal government. They kick 80% of it back to the local guys, and your money's gone, and you have to spend months and God knows how much money and time and grief and heartache proving that you're innocent. It's, it's really, it's disgusting. And, and, you know, and, and the people who are against this range from the most people on the right to the left to civil libertarians. And it's just, it's hard to imagine. I mean, this is the, there are a lot of things I believe that are quote unquote conservative. There are plenty, you know, that I don't, uh, being of a strongly libertarian bent, but this is the oldest school Good old boy, back slapping. The cops are always right. Um, you know, old old school form of conservatism that is uh, just not at all compatible with the Constitution. This is the sort of conservatism that got civil rights um, activists beaten down and killed. This is not conservatism; it's statism in its worst form, and it's a terrible mistake. Couple of quick texts. I can worship God, or I thank God rather, for my wife's nipples. That's um, different. And uh, somebody hit us with this Hank Hill quote: "You're not making Christianity better. You're making rock and roll worse." Yep. Well said, Hank. <laughs> well said. That's my point. I'll tell you Joe, what. You're really into music. You ought to come to church with me. We have a band who then plays. I mean, it makes Christopher Cross sound like Jimi Hendrix. It's awful. It's torturous. Yeah, it bothers me that I'm turned off by that because the message is the same. It's all about the message. You're either into it or you're not. You're trying to torture me into Christianity. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> so Samantha B talking to people at an impeachment rally. Sean assures me it's funny. I keep saying that. So it all, better be. So all the blame will be on him if it's not. <laughs> and I'll tell you what the angle is for a lot of people going after Donald Trump and this whole Russian thing. You're going to hear right. a lot about, I think, in the coming months or years. So uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.